Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Midweeks with Pastor Rob. Please forgive me if my voice sounds a little funny today. I'm just getting over a cold. I want to continue to think about uh, God's Word, the importance of God's Word. What I'm doing is I'm letting God testify on His own behalf about what His Word means to Him and what it should mean to us, so that I'm not building my theology, if you want to put it like that, of what the Word of God is. Um, I'm not basing it on my own opinions or other people's opinions. I want God to tell me. And there is a bit of circularity, okay? Sometimes people complain about things saying, that's a circular argument, it depends on itself. And it is true. Um, If God's Word is true, then God gets to, in His Word, tell us what His Word means. If God's Word isn't true, then the whole thing falls apart. So so it does depend on itself, but, you know, eventually everything is like that. Um, Somewhere along the lines, you just have to... um, trust that something is true. And if everything's false, then don't depend on anything. But I I do believe that God's Word is true. And so as I read it, I want God's Word to tell me how important it is and how I should treat it and how I should relate to it. And so what I want to do today is I want to listen to um, the story of the fall and how God's Word was um, involved in that. Now, you may remember from the garden that when God made Adam, there was just one command in the garden. Okay, this is what God says. And this is Genesis chapter 2, verse 16. And God commanded the man saying, you may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. So here's the one command. And it's, it's a good command. He says, eat This is the command of God. Eat, enjoy, eat from every tree in the garden. Live, enjoy, find life, find pleasure. This is the command. God's good world, his word to us is a word of health and satisfaction and fulfilled appetites and a good word. But there is a restriction. And that restriction is not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that's in the center of the garden with the tree of life. And so this is the situation here. Here's God's word. It's 99% freedom and blessing and permission and liberality. And it's kind of 1% constraint. And that's how the world is. We're creatures, so we're dependent. And so God's first word to humanity is one of extreme blessing and freedom, but with a dependent aspect to it. You can't go here. And what's the response? Well, the response is that the serpent comes and says to the woman, this is chapter 3, verse uh, 1, halfway through, he says, he said to the woman, did God actually say, you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And so, and then there's a conversation from there, and, and the man and the woman end up eating the fruit. But um, this is the contest of the universe that led into the fall, into sin and death, and all the pain that you and I feel, all the conflict and agony we see in other people's lives, all the destruction in the world came out of a contest. And that contest was this question, is God's word dependable? Is it trustworthy? And the serpent came to say, no, it's not. He came to, to, to bring some doubt, to invite a second opinion, and then that second opinion turned into a contradiction. He says, you know, God's word is fallible. God's word is fallible. Um, yes, he's given you all this stuff, but he has restricted this one tree from you, not for your good, 
but because of his own jealousy and um, insecurity. And so, and he also contradicts it. He says, when you eat this fruit, you won't die. So the serpent comes to say, in effect, the word of God is not trustworthy. Number one, his, the, the character of the God who said it is not trustworthy. And number two, the consequences that he promised would happen aren't going to happen. And both of those are trust issues. So what I learned from this, what I learned from the fall is the universe, my universe and the universe in general rises and falls by faith, by faith in God's word, by faith in his, the character of the God who speaks and by faith in the fulfillment of the word that God says he'll do, whether it's for promise or for punishment, either one that we live in a universe and I have a life that lives by faith. And that's why you can see when Jesus comes and he preaches, repent and believe in the good news, this is an undoing of the garden. He says, stop thinking that God's word is untrustworthy. I am here, I'm the true word of God, and I'm speaking to you the true promises of God that if anybody believes in me, they shall not perish, but have eternal life. All their sins will be forgiven. They'll be reconciled to God. These are promises And people who come to Jesus in faith are believing in the trustworthiness of God's word. They're undoing what happened in the garden because the the debacle in the garden, the fall in the garden, the, the, the destruction in the garden all came about by saying, this is God's word and I find it untrustworthy, undependable. And I'm going to act in this way because I found it un, 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 not trustable. The eating of the fruit was the next best thing that they could think of to believing in God's word. Uh, Believing in God's word would have been the best thing for them. They would have eaten from the tree of life and everything. But once they were brought into a state of thinking, well, I can't actually trust God's word. The next best thing they thought was that I need this fruit. It's beautiful and it's good for wisdom. So we go to other things. This This is the beginning of all idolatry, really. Going to something else, to some created thing because we don't believe in the word of God. This is the heart of idolatry. I need this created thing to be my God, to satisfy me, to take care of me, because I can't trust God and his promises. So this is a big deal, and it's definitely something to work into our souls. But here's the question. What promise has God given to you that today you can rest in in order to have faith, in order to undo the problem of the garden, in order to continue to follow Jesus, knowing that if if we turn to some created thing to be our God instead of trusting in the Word of God, it's not going to go well for us. Um, Now, God is so merciful and gracious in Jesus. He's forgiven our sins, and He is the Good Shepherd who not only lays down His life for the sheep, but when one of His sheep goes wandering, He leaves the 99 to go and catch it and bring it back. But... For us, the sheep, the call of God in our lives is to believe his word, to believe his word, to consider it worthy of all of our trust, and to choose, by grace, not to turn to a created thing to satisfy us, to educate us, to empower us, and thereby turning to an idol. Be blessed, my friends.